Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Gotham Podcast Studio, Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 88, and we have a round table, I guess you could say, five people here, and so we're calling this episode the top five episode, and what we're doing, we're actually not even going to talk any sports today in this episode, we're going to talk straight hip-hop, a lot of times you get this conversation around, it'll be, who's your top five rappers, who's your top five this or whatever, so I've wanted to do this for a while, we got five people here, I figure let's see who the top five rappers are. I think Brian's is pretty predictable because we know Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs is not. No, he's That's not right. there. It's going to be <laughs> Wait, favorite favorite MCs or best ever? I told you, it's whatever, whatever your you. criteria is for your top five, whatever right. top means to you. I might need to make a couple so, changes. So I just wanted to say that for people <laughs> that if they listen to this, yo, don't come at Gerard, who's with us uh, from the Seven Footers podcast. No doubt. Don't come at Nabate from Bros <laughs> Pod or my man Jamal from the Bros Pod. Whatever they have is what the, the rappers that they love. We're just here to have a good hip hop discussion. This is not to uh, be competitive. You've maybe seen us on some of our NBA discussions. I got my list. Um, Brian has a list. He probably will change it about five times because Uh that's what he does. I also would like to let everybody know, the way we're doing these lists, you are allowed in one slot to have a tie. Okay, so if you want to have rappers tied in a slot that is allowed, we are allowed to do that. All right, so we're talking about whatever it means to you, five best rappers, MCs, whatever you want to call it, of all time. Gerard, I'm going to kick it off with you. Uh, who's coming in the number five spot for you? Coming in number five for me is Slick Rick. Nice. Little, little MC Ricky D for all you, you folks out you guys there. Don't sound, don't, you guys don't seem impressed, huh? I'm looking around the room. I'm, I'm, like, I'm impressed he named him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. I mean, top five is a high bar, but he's nice. It is. You know so he's me, one of the best ever, for sure. Here, here's how I Go did ahead. it. Yeah, qualified. I, because music is so subjective, right? And so I did it partly for overall impact, partly for your lyrical skills, but also music. And the one thing I think we can all agree on is music is so emotive. It makes you feel a certain type of way. And so... Why Slick Rick is so high for me, why he means so much to me is I grew up in a very religious, very strict household, right? No secular music whatsoever allowed. Mm. Um, it was 1988. And if it was secular music, it was Motown, Michael Jackson. like they, they, And they were very like, that's all I could listen to. You fell in love with Treat Like a Prostitute. Right? <laughs> 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 I got a story about that. I'm so it's 88, and I'm on a field trip, and my boy has his walk, man. He's like, yo, man, you got to check out this song. It's by this guy, Slick Rick. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, I, I don't know who these people are. Like, I'm not allowed to listen. And what did that kid say to you? Like, how do you not know who Slick Rick is? I'm like, I'm 10 years old. Like, how you don't know Ricky? I'm like, nah, man, I'm not allowed to listen to that music. Whatever. Yo, I heard Mona Lisa on tape, and I was like, yo, this sounds incredible. Huh. And then, and then I played that whole album, and it's just storytelling, man. The way Rick, Great album. The way Rick can yep. put 
tell a story. And I mean, look, we're all journalists, and what do we do? We tell stories, stories. for a living. I've always been in love with stories. I'm like, man, this guy can tell stories. I mean, just everything about it. Like, I love, like, bedtime story at the end when the kids are like, that Uncle Ricky sure is weird. Right? Like, I'm just like, yeah, that dude is weird. But, like, you can see the whole thing. Yo, he was no, uptown. Ill story. He, I mean, yeah. I, I was like, yo, this now, is. Now, how did you bump this album? Because you couldn't really listen to it so in the crib. So, my boy made me a duct tape. And I, and I asked for a Walkman for Christmas that year. So I'm like, well, what kind of, she didn't buy me no tapes, whatever. So mm. She thought she was playing that gospel. Yeah, she thought I was. Mm. Yo, at night, <laughs> at night, I'll put the headphones off, sneak my little duct tape out, put it on. I'm like, yo, it is fire. <laughs> yo, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and so for me, because that was my first real introduction, right. into, I'm like, this is my guy. And Wait, so, I got a quick, I got to tell the story. I, was, <laughs> I, I don't know how old I was, probably like 11, 12, something like that. <laughs> Slick Rick. Treated, you know, the, whatever that album was, treated like yeah. Great Adventures of Slavery. Yeah. 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 So right I, my, my boy, Damani, that was my man, like my best friend growing up, we, we, you know, we're going out for his birthday, his parents in the car with us, but I had given him that album as as a present, as his birthday present. Dope present. So his pops was like, oh, what's this? P- puts it in. Oh, oh, first, no. The first joint is treated <laughs> yeah, like a present. Oh, oh, no. They were like, what kind of... <laughs> I was like... Oh, and now you know why I wasn't allowed to write because this stuff was That blew your mind. That blew his father's mind another way. The first thing, treat it like a yeah. prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm right. Like, Yep, the first. Yeah. Yep, that was the an introduction. And, and, and we can argue about hip hop and massage and all that at a later right. date. But, uh, but, but honestly, but no, but, but, that's three episodes. But, but for me, it was literally. I'm like, yo, this cat could tell us, and you story. love the storytelling. So and I was like, and, and you will see by my list. You're like, man, you like storytellers, don't you? Okay, right, so who's number we'll five is next? You, you're next. Damn. Yeah. What do you think we're gonna skip over? Damn. Here? I thought we were going around. Now this, yeah, should, this should be this interesting way. because you're the youngest person here, but you have an old soul hip hop uh, flavor for the most part. He's a brother so. who's around our age. So yes, fifth favorite MC ever. Uh, and this is off the top of the head. Well, I wrote it down. Yeah, how's it off the top of your head if you wrote it down? But like it was short. Whatever. Okay. Royce the five nine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Royce the five nine. Okay. And that's your, that's your guy. Uh, he, he's somebody I he's somebody I actually did grow up listening to. So he's one of these guys. He's one of the few guys that I actually like caught at the right time, so to speak. Because mm-hmm. Boom came out when I was like five, six years old or something like that. Oh, that's a very aggressive song that fits you. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> you know, Brian is. You know, you you. You are who you are, my man. <laughs> and we love you for that. We love it. We love you for that. I can see little you saying, boom, bam, got it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right at home, like, I'm going to knock that out when I see him. No, I'm not even that aggressive. I'm not even that aggressive. I'm just, yo, all right, guys. All right, we're going to keep doing this. All right. So, um, no, nah, but Royce of 5'9", like, this is sort of my barometer, right? Did I buy your album? I'm someone who used to actually buy albums, like physical right. copies of yeah, albums. As we did. I bought uh, Success is Certain. I bought the first Slaughterhouse album probably because, predominantly because he and Joe Budden were on it mm-hmm. and Joel Ortiz, who I also really liked. Um, yeah, so I have album, uh, Street Hop also I yep. bought, and I have like a lot of his catalog. Like The guys who I have on my list is, you know, they, they make to me personally like very, very timeless stuff. Uh, Royce the Five Nights in that category, and I like that he's at least aged well too because his music has even gotten better. 
as he's gotten older. Yeah, like Booker his best, Ryan is a classic. Yeah, that, that's classic. his best album, and it just came yes. out at 40. I agree with that. If it wasn't for that, he probably doesn't make my list. Oh, wow. So that, he's, he's, got push, and he's, become a, he, he's been one of my favorites for a while. But that kind of pushed him elevated. Because this is his best body of work and, now. I think like, that's great. That's, that's great. But and, um, and on top of that, you you guys know I like bars. I like punchlines. Yep. He's he, yep. That he's he had. Got bars and punch people in the face. Yes. No. No. I didn't mean to say yes. And his rhyme scheme is like very abstract, but still makes sense. Sense, I haven't you know got I, mean? I haven't gotten into a real fight since I was twelve. Don't let me get out of retirement. So don't anybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not even like yo. I can, I know people who could fight fight. All right, like so that's different. I know you like to fight. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Now, Bate. I, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on you for this because. You are the musician. Grammy award winning yeah. musician. Award winning musician. Oh, Novato should be last then, no? No, no, no. I'm like, we're just going to go in order around the table. <laughs> you're right. not going to mess up High bar for you. No, right. I'm, I'm messing with you. I, I just want to put a little pressure on you. I was going to mess with you. But go ahead. Who's your number five? Okay, I have uh, a tie for five. Tie for five. Tie, tie for five. five. Okay. It's really tough. But uh, Jay-Z. Oh. And, and I mean, he he was always out of my top five, but now he's kind of itch because Interesting. The, the way with him is that, okay, he's not my favorite rapper, top 10. Fav- right. I'm saying when it comes to favorite, but I have to look, I have to be objective. You know, his longevity is incredible from the standpoint, his versatility, stories, everything. He does everything well, and he's the first hip-hop billionaire, too. That's another thing. That's like he, he was able to come from like nowhere, yeah. no hype, you know, from the beginning of his career all the way up to be greatness, you know? Right. And, and that's the thing. And, I mean, like I said, he's not my favorite rap, top 10 favorite rapper, but I respect him. So I put him, if I, I don't, you know, I know we all got to give a, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I want to, I'll run through. And G-Rap. G He's the king. He almost made my list. He's yeah. the king of like that mafioso gangster, that J, Nas, Wu, all that. Like G Rap is the original. Yeah. Also, multi syllabic rhymes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His double time, his speed, his storytelling. I mean, you know, every Rose of Riches. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you know, like that's, it's like. Just, just amazing, you know. Ill Street Blues, all that. Yeah, yeah, G Rap should be getting more. He does not more acclaimed yeah, right. than he, he does. does. He does. Than, right. And he's right. still relevant now. We got to move through these a little quicker because we're running yeah. out of time. Yeah, Jamal, go. So. Go ahead. You got for number five. Not out of time. Can I have a three-way tie or no? <laughs> no, there's no three-way tie. Ah, so I go two-way two well, tie. I left some Someone's tough people off. One, so. one dude's getting left off. It's all good. People got to get left off. My three-way, my two-way tie for fifth is Rakim. The first one, the okay. God. Um, I don't, you know, I just couldn't have a list without him. Mm. My criteria is more like, um, you know, in your prime, yeah, you know how you how you affected me, like your lyricism yeah. in your yeah. in in your prime at that time. You spit hot prime, fire. Yeah. It was just, I mean, people you never heard anything like that. His voice, yeah. the you know God MC, rhyme on on top of it. You know, he just took. You know, it was like the it was like almost like the birth of real hip hop at that time. Like you walk down, I just remember like being a little kid walking down the street and hearing that in people's cars. Like you just be like, "Yo, this shit is yeah, like man. real out here." Yeah, he was yeah, feeling like know? nobody else was yeah, at man. that time. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 Rakim, so you have Rakim tied with, with I got Rakim tied with three thousand because okay, yo, three stacks. Three stacks. Yep. Three yeah. stacks. I wanted. To, I didn't want to have all all New York dudes. See, and this dude and this dude is. You know, just a master lyricist. Oh, yeah. Give his props. You know, mad versatile. Oh, yeah. You know, can do all kinds of stuff. Um, I still think he's a little underrated. 
A lot of people give his props. Some people are going to, and it's funny because somebody on my list is going to have this yeah. issue too, but somebody's people are going to discredit him because he doesn't have like a really a solo joint that's out. And people are going to, uh, some people I mean, don't the love, the love, the love below. Oh. The love below is on I, him. I think it's we got the same person. That was, that was yeah. a double disc. Speaker Box is big boy. Yeah, love so below some, is this. I always hear that criticism, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's I don't care. It doesn't matter. But love below, he was singing. Number five for me, this is going to probably shock some people here Kendrick Lamar. Oh, I got him in my top 10. So Kendrick Lamar, I think he's. First two albums in K Dot's Fire, man. Good Kid Man City, to Pimp a Butterfly. No, classic Section to 80 counts too. Section 80 you could count if you want. And to Damn is a classic too. I think he's One amazing lyrically. I think he's already up there with these guys. It was tough for me to bump some other guys out, like Rockham and some other dudes out, but I think this dude is special musically and lyrically. And I know we got to move, so I'm going to say anybody here knows I love Kendrick. I'm not going to put him in the GOAT status, but I think he's gotcha. right oh. bubbling on that precipice he, he, of being up nice. there. And he I think. Nice. Look, one more, one more classic album, he's, he's, he's got to nice. be there. And he's he's, nice. to some people, he's already in that conversation. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Number four. Four from his Black Dot. Um, mm. I mean, look, yo. The, so what I love about The Roots is, right, they're kind of that, like, neo-soul kind of jazz sound to them. And what I love about The Roots as a band is they're all incredible musicians, right? Yes. Their musicianship is so high. To me, Black Thought's voice and his rapping skill, that is the equivalent of Quest Love on the drums. Like, that, he's... He's incredible. Like, I, the way, the, the subject matter he talks about with complexity, like, we all saw the 20, well, not 20 minute, the 10 minute freestyle on, on Flex. I was I like, play that. Who is that dude? <laughs> like, I was I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna bump that on the way home. He is nice with it. And, you know, again, he's not gonna get, a, he doesn't get a lot of fanfare because the roots like are just, stacks. They're, they're, they're a weird kind of thing, right? Because they're on Fallon and they don't, you know, whatever. Yeah, but and it's, they make classics. But they like, go, man. They and their, al their albums have gotten better uh, yes. as they've gotten older. I I'll listen to the roots for, for days. For the sake of saving time, I'm gonna also say that my number four is also Black Thought, so we can just wow. save time on that. And my number four is too. It's four wow. as well. So wow. it's, it's, the longevity, it's, his yeah. long, and he's a real musician. You know that term in in jazz or in blues, worrying the line. You know, yeah, like, yes. yo. Right. When I hear thought, I'm like, yo, yeah. And I want to, I, nice I want to say something yeah, about, I want to say something technical, about technical, technical. He's the favorite rapper's favorite rapper. In my list, know. and this kind of goes to your point with three stacks. You can probably say, in terms of pure rapping ability, yeah. like he's the best I mean, person ever. Like, ever. there's very few people that rap better than those two dudes. Like, he's, he's in nice. terms of pure he's rapping, nice like, I'm not putting him in the best because I think we have other things yeah. we all factor in for whatever reasons. But in terms of pure rapping, yo, so I, 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 I rap I, I with anybody. Yeah. So, so we both, we all three of us have him at four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, what, who do you guys have it for? <clears throat> Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, favorite, favorite, wait, favorite, wait, favorite, wait, favorite, wait, favorite. Is anybody shocked that Freddie Gibbs <laughs> no, is not no, one? Favorite. That's, I'm that's, shocked that's, he's not right. one. That's no, Bryce but here's man. why. That's here's Bryce why. Man. Here's why. Now, I receive some of the current music probably differently because this is my era, right? Right, right. yeah. So, Yo, man, forget your area. I'm getting, <laughs> so I'm looking at guys that I grew up listening yeah, to, course, right? right? And he, right now, I mean, he just dropped his best project. I agree. You know what I mean? Like he's he, speaking to you. He has a very strong body of work. Like this is sort of what I'm growing up around now. So perhaps there's a little bit of living in the moment. But in terms of favorite MCs, now if I have a list of top ten best MCs, he's not there yet. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is favorite MCs. Yeah, I, I'm I'm putting them up there. And listen, there are a lot of dudes that I that if, I, if we did top ten, then you'll see some other names that will probably surprise you. But to, for the sake of time, let's keep it moving. But like uh, Jamal, you're four. Uh, the great K 
KRS-One. <sighs> Yo. Also, also underrated. Yo. Does not get the respect he deserves. I mean, you know why? He's a 5%er. That's why. Boom bap. Boom bap and backpack. People off that. People off that. He might have been the most influential rapper when I was growing up. I mean... You know, you know skills. He proved he can do it on on both yes, levels. Don't, the first don't criminal stop. minded, he was, minded. Rap, he was on some gangsters shit. Yeah, uh, totally destroying a whole borough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, I'm a, I'm, and I'm a Queens <laughs> dude, and I was he, like, he, yo, I, I love KRS. Yo, and, then, and then he flipped it to the con to the conscious, conscious rap. Yeah, man. and did that like you know perfectly. Yeah, no, you know he, what I'm saying. He, he nice. And he, and he can and I saw him like a, a year ago at the MTV. And can rock a yeah. show. And he can, like, he, when no he said one. back in the day, I'm, I'll be ripping the microphone till I'm motherfucking <laughs> sixty. Yep. He's doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. still ripping mics. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. He is doing yeah. it. But you yeah. know what's funny? I still have never seen him live, and that's the oh. oh. yeah. He's one of the, I've okay. never seen him live. And, and Gerard, Dexter, and Nabate all had black. All had black daughter four. So we skipped over that number. Number three, Gerard, you, Queensbridge, stand up. My man Nasir Jones. Nasir Jones. Okay. Um, okay. Someone asked me once if you had to describe Nas in a phrase, what would you say? And I said a literal poet on wax. Right. Like right. I mean, it's just so smooth when it comes out, right? Like right. I, I, I mean, we don't. This first of all, this podcast is called "Ain't Hard to Tell," so yeah, right. I don't, I don't even gotta like really yeah, say do anything defending him, right? I mean, yeah. exactly. I mean, and, he, and I'll say he's my third too. Yeah. Nas okay. is my wow. third. All right. Illmatic. I mean, that's. That's the best piece of hip hop work. I agree. And you know, I love Illmatic. And Brian and I talked about this. I don't want people like get on me for it. I love the, the, the joint after that, as it was written. Like, cause I was like, yo, it was yo, written. Yo, yeah, too. absolutely. That's why I get it. Well, yo, I was like, and, that, and, and we're we already how you like you now. Yeah, I go blow. Right. we already did this on another podcast, but we were talking about how his catalog is actually very underrated. I it think yes. a lot of people yeah. like to focus on some of the other right. stuff. Right. So, yeah, yeah, so, thank you. The only so, because his first two catalog you absolutely right. And Lost Tapes two coming out, and that listen, that looks like it's gonna be. What's the last one he came out with? Life oh, Life is Good. Life is yeah. Good. Oh, that's it? With, with the, the one Kanye? With, uh, Kanye? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm still bumping stuff. Like, really? I, I, really? I, I, put, nice. uh, I didn't get into that. Oh, yeah. I got into it. Like, I'm not into that like project. He, I'm telling you, give it a re-listen. I'm still I'm listening to that I'm stuff like it. a year and a half later. I'll tell you what was dope in that project. What was the first song with the, with the Slick Rick sample? Uh, no. oh. What was that track? That they, that the Cop Shot the Kid? Cop Shot the Kid. That was cool. Yo, that track was dope. That sample annoyed me. Really? Yeah, I like that. Oh, no. Nazir Jones. My number three, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. You already touched yeah, on Hi. Wow. The, the, the strongest catalog out of any rapper right now. Like rapping right now. In, in terms of new rappers. You were a rapper. In terms of like uh, dudes that were born in the 80s, I guess you would say. And you could yeah. even lump it. He has, well, really, he has one of the strongest catalogs ever. Ever. Right now. Ever. Yeah, I agree ever with right that. now. I don't think it's crazy. I'm including yeah. Section 80. Mm-hmm. I'm including yes. his mixtape before that, which was. Uh, oh, Kevly Dedicated? Yes. Yeah, and then like, the Kendrick Lamar EP, too. Yeah, yeah before that. Like, yeah. he's been consistent. He hasn't, he hasn't had a Nostradamus or a Magna Carta Holy Grail yet. God, so, Jay. Mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah. dog. Still so, not bad he, as Nostradamus. He, he's sad. Last year was supposed to flawless. But you know. Yeah, and that's, See, my, that's my least favorite. I like one. Section Eighty. Section Eighty might be my favorite just because that was my soundtrack my senior year of high school. So I sort of received that. And that's that the thing about more. it's about well, where it hits you in your life and what it means is always a nostalgic kind of. That's you know, why. That's, that's why, why I like Slick Rick is. You know, you that's just, why Freddie you know, Gibbs is one of my guys. I'm that's why you. Joe Budden was one of my guys when I was in high school as well. Gotcha. Ooh. You're number three. Ooh, I would say Eminem. Mm. You know, okay. Eminem, because let me tell you, like it's so funny for him to be a white MC. You know. And and the thing was that he was a battle rapper, true freestyler. That Viking and as, vi- <laughs> as as versatile of an MC musically 
as ever can be. And also, too, he took this hip hop game seriously. You know what I mean? He yeah, didn't. You, he, was he wasn't a vanilla play. ice. Listen, you see what I'm saying? That type of vibe. Until until like 2004. No, no, but but I'm saying rap god. Come on now, that was much later than 2004. I mean, he showed, but he shows. That's the greatest. I think the greatest bars in a song that I've ever heard. Rap wow. God, what he's seven minutes, all different types of rhythmic things he was doing. He's right. different. Ridiculous. He a, all right, we got another podcast. He, listen, <laughs> he has a. Oh, we could do hip hop discussion. I, I, I'm agreeing with that, but M, M does have like M is he yes, can, he can, yes. out, he can out rap just about anybody great. ever. My issue is with his catalog post uh, 2000. Which that's my that's I'm my problem you. with him too. But 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 that's but I'm but saying like, his prime yeah. though is like oh yeah up there oh, with it you yeah. know oh. so yeah I just think his pri- I just think his prime was done by the time Encore came around. What's uh, where are we at now? Uh, Jamal, did Jamal he, say something? He was not. So he was. No, he was, he was, he was not. Oh, you also had not. All right, so, so two. We're already at two. Let's uh, go. Wait, no, did no, I, I didn't you get didn't my number three. three. I thought you gave uh, me three. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get my three. My three is uh, the great notorious B.I.G. Um, obviously, I think most people two classics. Brian doesn't agree with me this, but I think Life After Death is a better album than Ready to Die. Life After Death is a classic. I like both. I like both albums though. Yeah, they're both classics. I think just. The thing Big had for me was delivery mm. and the way he could just come on the track, command everything, his lyricism, mm. go from the gangster to the funny to the, you know, just uh, great uh, storytelling. Turn my beat up. Yeah, <laughs> turn like, the headphones up. Yeah, yeah. like he just, he was just and so it, talented. And exploited and his, his own insecurities. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And was so ahead of his Heart time. Heartthrob never, black and ugly and as ever. However, yeah. I say, could you down to the side? He has one of the best <laughs> flows ever. Yeah, that's he has flow, one of the best flows. His flow and delivery was just like, it's so easy when you're like, especially being older, all of us who are older here, like mm-hmm. 35 plus, yeah, man. when you're at a place and somebody turns on Juicy or oh, man. You know, just turns on more money or five, oh, God, and everybody like, knows these, these the even songs. Even 20 year olds know it. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I impact of the rapping and how easy it is to pick up his flow and his cadence and stuff like that is just, it's still so dope and so impactful in hip hop. So Stop gentrifying Brooklyn. Well, take right, <laughs> your time. That's my number two, Notorious B.I.G., Best okay. Eye, you know? I mean, all things you just said. He could rhyme fast. He could rhyme slow. He, I mean, he he could do it all, man. Because we were robbed from seeing him truly ascend into his craft and what he would have been. But I those, agree. but those first two albums, Ooh, listen, you could put them up against fire. Yeah. Uh, take those two against anybody, any rapper we name is best two, and those two stand and out. And still, nobody's ever made uh, to me in hip hop a double album as good as, 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 good as Life as, After Death. That double well, album is done it. fire. A new daily fantasy app for prop bets is here, and it's called Thrive Fantasy. Forget the old school way of DFS. Thrive Fantasy has streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. That means no more salary cap. You just build your lineup around a list of prop bets. Here's how it works. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that value if the prop is correct. So for example, if Tom Brady throws for over or under 250 yards, the less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth. You build your team, score around the amount of correct prop bets you select. It's easy to play, so just check out the Thrive Fantasy link in the description of this podcast and get in the game with Thrive Fantasy today. My number two is Black Thought. Okay. okay. I think he is bar for bar probably the best rapper ever. 
Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. And he's, he's nice, man. That's pretty much where I leave it with that. <laughs> and been doing like, it 26, he's nice. right? Well, yeah, years. when we talk, when we you talk about when we talk about consistency, a lot of people first immediately go to Jay Z. Then they'll go to probably Nas. Then they'll probably go to Andre 2000. I think Black Thought needs to be yeah. up there. Yeah, a lot of people overlook the roots. This period, is and like this is somebody who look. But when the roots, the roots had the roots formed before I was born. Yeah, eighty. For him to still be rapping at this level, and I'm 25, is nuts. So yeah. and, and and you know I also really like the roots. So does that? There you yeah. go. Number two, Rakim, because uh, Rakim, when it comes God. to like the modern flow, you know, from the standpoint of flow, articulation, cadence, everything like that, that came from Raw. And he was doing that 18 years old with Paid in Full. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Like, and he had classics, Paid in Full, Follow the Leader, Let the Rhythm Hit Him. Mm. And, well, Don't Sweat the Techniques, not a classic, good album, album but, but the first, songs there the first like, three, though. I mean, uh, like for me, Let the Rhythm Hit Him, that's my favorite right. Eric B. and Rakim yeah, album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, because that was dark. Yeah. That showed about the crack epidemic, all the stuff going on. And mm-hmm. that's me growing up in that time of seeing that, seeing Harlem okay. yeah. dissipate and, and seeing where I grew up in Left Rack. Seeing, you know what I mean? Those different things. So, I mean, it was really like it, it was reality. You were I can, but so versatile. And and what I love too, he said he would mimic John Coltrane solos in you know, flow I and his re- articulation. I read that before. Yeah. He said that, yeah. So he, and Ruth Brown is his aunt. You know, the yeah, late Ruth Brown yeah. was his aunt. You know yeah. what? I, it's funny. And what? he introduced internal rhyming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of internal yeah, right. rhyme schemes. And yeah, what right. I, it's funny what I hear from everybody here, especially from some of you who are slightly older than me. Is like you hit, and I think the same thing will come up later and hear from Brian too. Just the impact of, like you said, where you are in your life with music mm-hmm. yeah. and how things hit you at a certain mm-hmm. age when you were young yeah. and like totally how those subjective. certain rappers. Yes. So, like, mm-hmm. I had to go back and listen to Rock Him a little bit because I didn't really get into hip hop till like mm-hmm. 93, 94. So, I was kind of like okay. that Illmatic, you know, Enter 36 Chambers. That was kind of like my Ooh. part. But, like, Great going back, I, if this is why I don't get mad at kids for not listening to now. Brian's not one of these people to do this. But, like, how do you not go back and listen to how yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rock influenced yeah. the Nas, yes. influenced the, uh, right. Kendrick, mm-hmm. influenced right. somebody else? Like, you got to learn from the masters as you pass along. That's just yeah. me preaching yeah, for a second. Go ahead. It's like, why don't you go stat- back and watch old basketball also? Yeah. The crazy stat I, I read, though, is that Rakim is only, like, a year older than Jay-Z. Yeah, he's 68, born in 1968. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, it wow. just shows you... I mean, Rakim at that time huh. in his in his yeah. prime was ridiculous. He's yeah. nice with it, but mm-hmm. yeah. like, you know, some dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trajectory yeah. is different. Yeah, he's aged like really. Ah, and, blue, yeah. and Blueprint, so. Blueprint uh, came out. No, wait, not Blueprint. Uh, Reasonable Doubt came out after Rakim was pretty much right. Yeah, yeah. kind of like you know, yeah. past yeah. prime. Go ahead, my, you too. My two. Speaking of Jay Z, is Jay Z. Uh, I mean, just a complete beast. I don't know what I have to say yeah, I mean. about Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not all was a, right. was a bad. I mean, he, you know, he started off battle rapping too. Right. You know, yeah. Hear him on mixtapes. You know, with Big L. Remember that joint with him and Big L going back and forth. And then to come up and just, you know, just take the game over, like he did. You know, consistently. He's one of those dudes who, who I always used to say when I when I would try to down him for whatever reason, like comparing <laughs> him to somebody else or something like that. I would say, oh well, he never had a, a album that I, that I didn't didn't have to skip a track. You know, there's no yeah. album of his that I can remember where I there was like every song I liked. Oh wow, uh, really? Yeah, not not one. not reasonable doubt blueprint. Well, reasonable doubt was the closest for sure. Blue, not blueprint. Blueprint, uh, there was a couple Ooh. joints. So Black I album. Black album too. There were a couple joints. I just, huh. I just Black album. Black my album, favorite J. Project. And Black album maybe to me. You know, maybe to me it was missing like 
great, like multiple great joints to mm. me. I thought it was all sound. Interesting. You know what I'm wow, saying? But, but again, music is subjective. Again, But I mean, as a as a total artist, when you you know other you know pairing on other people's joints, you know guest tracks, just everything, guess, just guess come up, just yeah. just be flawless on the mic almost every time. Yeah, like, one take over. Oh man, yeah. what he did on 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 bitch bitch kill my vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, bitch, oh, you kill my vibe. Today too? That, Ignorant yeah. shit. That's, smart, that's, that's one of my yeah. joints on American Gangster. I love that. Uh, for me, number two is is Nas. Uh, I know we kind of went through this before, but for me, Nas was kind of like you had your moment with Slick Rick. Mm-hmm. It's kind of for me. It's Nas, and then it was like Illmatic and Midnight Marauders. Mm-hmm. That's kind yeah. of what got Ooh, me into yeah. hip hop. Yeah, and I remember, I, I remember the first time I heard "Ain't Hard to Tell." And it's funny because it's, it's the name of this name. podcast. But the first time I heard it, I was just like, "Yo, what it?" Like, cause I love poetry even as a kid. And I was like, "What that, is this that guy? MJ? That MJ sample? You yeah, were like, what is this dude spit? Yes. And I yes. remember, like you, Kelso Walkman thing. I remember I got that. I recorded it on Hot 97. I didn't even have the album yet, and I was just playing it on this like wow. class trip. We were at the Museum of Natural History. I just kept playing the best the song. field trip ever. By so the way. I knew all the lyrics, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then my cousin got me the album. And I kind of grew up like Gerard, where my mom didn't really want me playing all that in the house. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was like sneaking and playing. My mom heard me one time playing a uh, halftime <laughs> or something, and it didn't go over too well. But uh, right. yeah, nah, man, he's he's just. Still an amazing poet. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I know sometimes Brian, I've talked about this, his beat selection has gotten killed at times, or the fact that he put out an album like Nostradamus, which I do agree is horrible. Mm. But <laughs> I still think he's one of the he greatest has some good to joints ever on do it. it. Yeah. yeah. He's one of he's Project one of the Windows. greatest to ever do like it. Nostradamus? Nobody could take it. Nobody could take that away from him. <laughs> you owe me. You, you, you owe me to Escobar. Nah, he's nah, you owe me his heart. You owe me his heart. You owe me his heart. You owe me like who didn't get this? Like, oh, your brand. brand. I'll admit it. I bumped that. Yeah. Happy. Yes. Happy. All right, we got to get to our number, number one. one. I mean, number one, no surprise. Hove. I mean, all the things that we said. I mean, the catalog. Look, for me, um, Reasonable Doubt. Volume two. Listen, people. I, I liked it, right? Whatever. That's on the weaker end of his catalog. But I liked it. Uh, Black two? Album. Yeah. Blueprint. Blueprint. But Reservoir Dogs, the greatest. That's, That's a great posse track. Blueprint Ever. 2, like, yo, man, American Gangster. Uh, listen. Mag- Those are his four best albums. I Ma- agree with Magna that. Carta, Holy Grounds. That's just not the wow. You know. Yes. <laughs> that joint is, is not fresh. Don't no forget Blueprint 3, too. Blueprint 3. You know I love Blueprint 3 because it got all. I like Blueprint 3 a lot. We talked about this a lot. I mean, Jay could rap in a variety of different ways. Fast, slow, all the different styles. And also what I liked, he evolved over time. We know the man started off with a Jeep pack, right? That's how he was a drug dealer. That's how he started off in this game. As he got better, it was all about the floss, the ice, da, 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 whatever. Now it's about Basquiat's and whatever the hell, and you know, black and power, right? Man. And bonds for his kids. Listen, he's his 58, wife. right? He's <laughs> almost sixty years old now. And he's got twins and another. Like, I don't know if he's almost sixty. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's forty-seven. 48. Listen, he old. My point is, my point is, he raps he'll, now. He'll be fifty. He, this he, year. he does dad rap because he's a dad. Like that's, yeah, he's that's, fifty in December. That's what December fourth. So um, I don't, I don't have any issue with so that. So Jaden, number one, yeah. we know who your number one is Nazir Joe. That's right. We got it. We got it. I will. I will just tell this quick story. Uh, when I was seven years old, Stillmatic came out. Because remember, years, I was born. I was born right before Illmatic dropped. Right. Uh, but Stillmatic came out, 
And that was when MTV actually showed music videos. So that's one of the that's where I started like getting with Nas because one mic used to play on heavily all the time. Mm-hmm. And I actually remember I think one of the first hip hop songs I ever heard was Nas's Light, which I was like five. Because mm-hmm. remember I do have an older brother who's half around man, y'all half age. Yeah, I do have an older brother that's around y'all age. So you know I would hear a lot of that stuff. And for me, for me personally, I think he has the best catalog ever. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Number one. Number Jay one, up there too, though. We're not going to do this. I agree with homeboy here, Nas, you know, because yeah. Nas is more than an, a rapper. He's more than an artist. Like, he's really, he transcends from the standpoint of, like, when it comes to telling stories, not just about the music industry, but about black people, about black mm. culture, yeah. about history, things like that. And also, it comes from Oludara, his father, father. Mm-hmm. jazz yeah. musician, yep. and yep. One, one of the most wisest people I've ever met and talked to in my life, you know? And that's the thing. Like, Nas is so well-educated on... Mm-hmm. On the culture, black culture, also government, politics, things yeah. like that, and he inter- he intertwines it in his storytelling and and in his prophecy. He's always predicted stuff as well through his lyrics. So he's more than a rapper, you know, and that's why Nas is number one from that standpoint. He and he will. Like and that's why he's getting more of a cult following, more and more yeah. as he's gotten older. The cat, the cat is gonna be standing the test of time. For and sure. Lost Tapes Two is about to come out, and uh, and wait. Life is Good. It's gonna be good. Very, very underrated, underrated album. Yeah, yeah. Yes, very, 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 very. and and also good. Untitled too. You know what I'm saying? He said some deep stuff on that album. Untitled, yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah. so, we go. Uh, I gotta go, Biggie, man. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I mean, just the. We could go back to this to the theme, like you know where you were. I remember. I think this is the only album that I can remember exactly where I was when I heard Life it. After Death. No, the first, uh, uh, the first to die. one, Ready to Die. Ready to Die. Uh-huh. You know his his introduction to the to hip hop mm-hmm. was Ready to Die. I remember where I was when I first heard it. It was it was it was like the. It wasn't even the official version. It was like the pre version yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Had a, it was like a different version of me and my bitch. It had a different a different. Ah uh, yes, it. yes. Okay. You know so mm-hmm. and just like. Like you said, the no question, the best flow ever. So you know, uh, I mean, to me, he kind of like he he was reminiscent to me of like Sam Cooke. Yeah, like man, an R and B, like one of those dudes you hear and you're just like, what the? It's like, that voice, man. Like, it was like, so smooth, like the perfect. You know, R and B voice. You know, you yeah. know, singing voice. Yeah. So big to me was like that, like the perfect hip hop. You know, like he he was the one who turned he he turned the corner from you know. Just hardcore to to rhyming over the R and B beats, mm-hmm. but keeping it mm-hmm. keeping it yeah, real yeah, in that. that in that genre, and people still, of course, doing Have it. Have creep me in they teepee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so the longevity, does, heads longevity doesn't do anything. <laughs> doesn't hurt him to me because it's about nah. you know in your impact, prime and impact. And remember, him and Jay Z were both. Together, they were yeah. both rhyming at the yeah. time, yeah. and Jay Z wasn't sniffing Biggie at that time. No. And Jay is older and, than yeah, Big, yeah. you know. And, like and, and, Victory and which, is one of my favorite songs, and which gets it gets me to something. And the commission, <laughs> the commission yeah, yeah. that was supposed to come. I knew, out. Th- I knew those verses word for word when I was nine years old. Oh God, which is you saying is you saying is so also aggressively explains so much <laughs> of your you. aggressive nature. I had Fight Night 2004 was in the game. I had to look. Yo, real and you were playing boxing. No, but real quick, we we had like we had like an American Idol ish event when I was in like the third grade or whatever. I wanted to rap Victory, yeah, and they were like, and nah, they son. didn't want to let me, Shocking. and I didn't know why because Eight I girls had, can't be cursing on you the, stage, the version. Like, I only heard the clean version. So when I went to look up the real version of the song, I was like, oh shit. 
Like that, that's what. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? To so, my people in the world, where the, you at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear that in the thing. You know what I'm saying? came on that. Yo, uh, my number one is Jay Z. Um, I think some people have talked about it before accomplishments. Uh, I think he is the best catalog. Um, out of anybody, I think he has three classics, two other albums that I think are pretty close to it. Yeah. Um, I do agree with Jamal that at the time, you know, I remember when I was in middle school and Life After Death came out, which was a year after um, Reasonable Doubt yep. came out. Yep. I remember everybody was on that album. And it, I was kind of in this camp even then. Mm-hmm. I really liked Reasonable Doubt. I think Reasonable Doubt gets the credit oh, now. Mm-hmm. But for those who remember at the time, Remember, it did not get five mics in the source. It got three and a half mics in the source. It went platinum later. It went platinum later. Um, I was but, very but much I was on feeling the, it as a real, you know, I was 19 at the time. Yeah, I was nice like, co- that was like fresh, yeah, summer after my freshman year of college. Yeah, you know? for me, so. <laughs> I, like the ja- I like the jazz sound on that album a lot. And I think a lot of the hip hop I've always liked yeah. has had a jazz influence yeah. and samples yeah. in that. So I like that a lot. And just the way Jay was flowing, kind of this, mm-hmm. you know, gangster, uh, hustler, hustler mm-hmm. mentality just come out. They hit you with feeling it, it and you're like, yeah, I still love that album. Some people go, regrets. Regrets, one of my favorite songs ever. Ever. In yeah. hip hop, yeah. some people mm-hmm. argue Blueprint's one of his better album, but I just think great the artist <laughs> um, has lasted the test of time. I love what he's doing now. I love what yeah. he did with Four Four Four. Kind of made the album that I felt where he just didn't care and just made the album that he thought was about him at this time and didn't try to pander to commercial success like he did on Magna Carta, Holy Grail, which I did not care for. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah. I didn't mind that it, one. And one yeah, more, I didn't care for that album. I didn't mind it. Yeah, about, I it about to say, close yeah. us out. And one, one more thing uh, about not I didn't mention about Nas, like yeah. the specialty songs he's done. Rhyming like a gun, rhyming backwards, oh, yes. rhyming no. like a, off his rhyme book. You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? Yeah. Like that, re- like yeah, re-wind. and and rhyming like a woman. Because let me tell you that that oh, female verse on, uh, on Street Disciple, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's him. Yes, Ryan that's picture him. this way, yeah. no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. all, all all dope stuff. Lost yeah. tapes too. So. That production list, yo, you could put that up against any album that he's had Ooh. in terms of the quality of producers. Exactly. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. This is this is the this is the best group of producers he's worked with on paper. We'll see. Well, because these are all tracks that were throwaway tracks from his last three from albums. the last four, last four, four albums, albums yep. uh, um, dating go. back to um, uh, Untitled. Untitled. Well, yes, you're no, right. Hip Hop is dead. Right, but Lost Tapes were throwaway tracks, and let me let me throw out a couple honorable mentions that were yes. uh, Big Pun, Ghostface Killer, and uh, Big Daddy Kane. Ghostface Killer. Oh, oh, Kane. Kane. Nobody yeah. mentioned Kane. Yeah, Kane. Anybody in your honorable mentions? Ghostface Killer, Big L, Jay Z. Um, there was a there was a modern dude I'm missing. Um. Joe Budden. Kane, Kendrick for me, you know. Yeah, for me, uh four four names in my top ten I didn't mention. Oh, Big, Rakim. Uh uh Big, um, Kendrick, Pac, and uh wait, who was it? Wait, Big Kendrick, Pac. Oh, and Karras. Yeah, Karras. those are yeah, yeah, yeah. I still I had off I had three stacks common. Uh oh common. Common, right. I forgot. Nice. I, on, on there. I'm trying to think who else I'd really, really Oh, put and on most definitely quality. Oh, oh one of them. For the old school, LL Cool J. Who's a yeah. Who does not get the respect yeah. he deserves. No, he, he, yes. Nobody yes, put, no nobody put Drake in the top five, top ten? No. no. Okay. He's, All right. He, but, he, but you know what? sniffing my top five. But as an artist, as an artist, though. As an artist. Before we go real quick, does everybody have a fit? Some people kind of mention everybody have a favorite hip hop album. I know for us, it's Illmatic. Illmatic, yeah. You? Wow. Favorite album. 
His is uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. <laughs> you're, actually, you know what? You're right. That is, that is, that is <laughs> so underrated. That is, that is, stop it. it okay, is no, no, no. Oh, that's a great album. Uh, thank, but thank yes, you, indeed. Yes, indeed. No, thank that's you, right. Nabate. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name... The musician I'm, just said <laughs> what it is. Oh, oh, I'm going to name... Go ahead, I'm going to name three. I'm going to name no, three. No, he said one. <laughs> oh, Yo, we no, got to get out of here, bro. Can I tie two? Go ahead, tie two. To Pimp a Butterfly, Ooh, yes. and it takes a nation of millions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? P.E. Okay. Yeah, yeah. D. So but I know you love Pimp a Butterfly, because we talked about it once in a oh, bar yeah. over drinks. So oh, I know yeah, how much yeah, you yeah. love <laughs> It's probably, it's Illmatic, but that's been named, but the other, the title would be Criminal Minded. Criminal Minded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Beautiful, Ooh. KRS. All right, yo, thank y'all for this hip-hop discussion. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. If you are, is it episode 88? We're going to do numbers. If you like this, please let us know. Send us your comments. Let us know on Twitter, whatever, what your favorite albums or rappers are. Okay, Eric, gonna Eric, go, Eric I'm going to go fast because we got to get out of here. Uh, Harvin Marison. Did yeah, that, Mar- Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Can't, Harrison. Say Wait, can't say the name. No, no. Can't say the name. You already know why. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, Nicholas Batum, The Cool Kids, Michael Irvin, Demarius Thomas, Lynn Swan, Eric Lindros, Des Bryant, Patrick Kane, Al Toon, Greg Olson, Hakeem Nix, Keith Jackson, Ike Hilliard. Oh, Marvin, Marvin, Harris. Oh, Marvin. I don't know Nabate Isles, so nobody come talking to me about nothing. I don't know this dude. Shout out, shout out to Bomani. I don't know this dude. Don't come looking for me with nothing. What happened? We'll tell you off air. Oh, no. Marvin Harrison, baby. Wait, hold on. Did you get the Cool Kids reference? No. They made the song 88. That was a. Michael Irvin. I'm not going Irvin. Irvin's who I think about when I think 88. Playmaker. Marvin Harrison. Irvin's who I think about. Like, he's. Marvin Harrison, much more prolific career. Much more prolific career. It's the Michael Irvin episode. Ah, boo. I don't know what you're talking about. You know who likes Michael Irvin, right? Who? I do. Oh, okay. Did that oh, surprise you at all? No, not surprised. <laughs> now, now I think about it. Confrontational, yeah. Yeah, not, not surprised at all. The playmaker, that. baby. Yeah. yeah no, not surprised about that at all. I all remember, right. I grew up with a Chad Johnson poster in my room. Oh, Jesus. Chad anyway. Ocho single, I should uh-huh. say. All right. That's it. That's it for episode 80 of the A-Hotel Podcast. For Gerard Hector, Brian Fonseca, yeah. Devontae Oz, yeah. Jamal Murphy, I'm Dex Harry. Until next time, y'all. Peace. peace.